Good morning, LFA family. Good morning, my neighbors. Had to end that craziness in the chat. I officially declare the chat an assault weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah. This is worse than when everyone's texting in the same room. It's true. That's exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You ever be in a room with, with like six people and they're all sitting there? Where, where the hell's my phone? And it's a, uh, uh-oh. Yeah, you know, you know it's, a, it's in front of your computer. I spy my little eye. It's right there. There it is. <laughs> you ever be in a room with like six people and they're all just like this? Yeah, we're I'm, I'm, and there, it's that all, was worse than that. And all you hear is ding, ding. ding, ding it's ding, like it's ding. like a Christmas carol going on. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's like what, what's going on? Everyone's in the same group chat, but they're not talking; they're texting. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Oh that was man, me. that was pretty funny. It was it was hysterical. All right, folks. I well, am a Furby. Thank you for uh, Furbies are adorable. Thank you for making the chat uh, crazy. Furbies, or as I call it, Wolf Blitzer. Furbies, or as I call it, furry softballs. They got the Louisville Slugger treatment a few times back on, in the day. Furby, hung. That's the only reason why you're like a Furby because they're always freaking hungry. <laughs> oh man, oh, we're starting a little crazy this morning, huh? We're yeah, a little, we're a little uppity. Well, after yesterday, we need a little bit of uh, rationality in yeah, the world. We need some levity. We need Holy some levity in the cow. world because we ran into a gaggle of ugly people yesterday. Oh, a gaggle of crazies. Whew, that was that was hoof hearted. That was a crazy that was a crazy night last night at the Connect Quad School Board meeting. Uh, I had the strangest dream, Marilyn Dockendorf says. Um, I had a dream that Roseanne Barr had a show on LFA TV. Hey, that's actually a pretty cool idea. <laughs> Jeremy! Hold on a minute. Jeremy! God. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. I would love to see that. I would love first off, look. Regardless of her TV show, Roseanne's one of the most legendary comedians ever. <laughs> Did she, Marilyn now calls Furby's Fuzzy Phil Collins. I don't know what, I don't know what to do anymore, folks. Uh, hit the rumble button, as you know. Keep it going. This is funny. What a start to the day today! Wow, Jeremy Roseanne Barr. Let's make that happen. Uh, also, shout out to the Getter crew. Last night, Getter's got talent. Your boy. Number, numero uno, <laughs> Tim Young. I had him in tears last night. At Tim runs his mouth, and uh, Kaylin Dore, who I know was a um, a guest over on Michael Crispy's show, I think last week or the week prior, uh, and the great Jason Miller, who was in the chat last night laughing. There were some really funny people, some a lot of guitar players, some singers. Uh, some guy was doing ventriloquism last night, and I was watching that as I was dealing with real crazy people. At the, you thought that was crazy? I was dealing with real crazy people at the school board meeting last night, but that was a fun night. Uh, Kaylin and Tim, uh, appreciate you guys. Jason Miller, thanks for the follow. That was pretty cool, uh, and uh, and we will continue you on. You got a follow a from time. Jason Miller without even having a trek into the city. I did. I got a follow from Jason I, Miller. And I, I, I talked to the guy for like 20 minutes. All, yeah, I all I have to do is, you know, all I got to do I'm is stuck thank with, him. I'm stuck with Bobby Levy. Now, Bobby's great. He was running the live chat yesterday. Bobby's cool. He was the one who told me about last night. So love you, Bobby. It was good. We love the whole Getter crew. A bunch of really cool people. Yeah. By the way, they're like just fun. The other one, that wax fella. Yeah, you know? wax. Yeah, yeah, we can do it without. Really no, no, no. We like Gavin. <laughs> We're gonna hear from that later. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bing. Yeah, <he laughs> really? Kicked me out of the Katie Hopkins event. <laughs> Oh, remember, guys, if you're on Getter later, tag Gavin Wax in any of your stupid memes. Yes, tag Gavin <laughs> Wax in everything. <laughs> oh, boy, it's fun. It's fun to ruffle his It's gears. a good Wednesday morning, everybody. It is fun to grind his gears sometimes, huh? Oh, man, Gavin, we love you. Um, hopefully, maybe he'll be at the Whitestone meeting tonight. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that will be nice. Uh, but to the Getter crew, thank you so much. That was so much fun last night, and hopefully we do another one of those again. That was a good time. You know what else would be a good time? Uh, what? No. What, now is a good time to hit the, the rumble, rumble button. button. 
This is stupid. I love it. It's getting progressively more ridiculous. See, we're progressives. See? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, you know, uh, it, it, the title is good. Even Democrats know Biden is bat soup crazy. Because bat soup, remember, was what caused the coronavirus. Yeah. And there's a story we might get to later from OutKick. Uh, Ian Miller over there. Oh, this is this is magical. Yeah, Pfizer admits it had no idea if the mRNA vaccine would prevent transmission. So we might get to that later. Yeah, uh, nobody we have heard. A, of, nobody heard about this because they did it in the European Union. Of course, where you know no one cares now that now that the man who should rightly be prime minister yeah. of England, the right honourable Nigel Farage. Yes, I just like how they call him. They don't, it's, it's not Mister. No, the right honourable gentleman. Or duh. Or duh. Guys, if you guys want a good laugh, you think Nancy Pelosi is ridiculous? John Burkow. You need to you need to look up the former Speaker of the House of Commons of Britain, John Burkow. Oh. He's ridiculous. He's unbelievable. He's one of the funniest. What's He's probably the most. Con- he's probably the most condescending British person ever, and that includes Piers Morgan. Don't seek any assistance from a junior minister. <laughs> absurd proposition. Absurd proposition. No, no one has any idea what the hell we're talking. Oh about. man, Joseph Kerr. Uh, is that Curl or Curie? Hold on. What did I say there? That is curl. You should me move the microphone with my head. That actually hurt. I'm going to get the Excedrin. <laughs> uh, Joseph Curl here on Daily Wire has a majority of Democrats concerned about Biden's mental health. So we got that. Kate Brown voted the most hated governor for the second consecutive year. We got that. And uh, what was one? Oh, uh, Yeet. Well, well, back to this conversation again. There's a, 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 a doctor who has been reported to the Federal Trade Commission for promoting breast removal surgery to minors. So we got that as well. And an MSNBC reporter is uh, a little taken back by uh, John Fetterman needing to use a computer to understand a reporter's questions. This is what we're going to be going through today. Real quick, I got a, I got a funny story before we even get into this. I just read this. Yeah. My, my hero, Jocko Willink, was interviewed by Fox News oh boy. about the brutal training in the Navy SEALs. And he said, yeah, it's brutal. And I did it to people. Mm-hmm. And I do it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to change with the times. Because if you think the training is brutal, you have to see what war is like. Yes. Whenever I'm feeling lazy, whenever I'm feeling like I, there's something else I could be doing, oh, wow. I just think to myself, what would Jocko do? Oh, wow. Because I want to be Jocko Willing when I grow up. This is sad. Tyrone Davis... Oh, I was thinking of Terrell Davis, but there's a football player uh, who just passed away, 50 years old. So wow. another athlete. Yeah, that's so just... What would Jocko willing do? That is the uh, that is the, the the rule of thumb. Whenever you're feeling lazy, what would Jocko do? Yeah, that would, Jocko would just I guess he would just he, press on. He, he would, would just wake up at four in the morning and do what he does every day. Yeah, his his. In, if you ever need any motivation, just follow Jocko on Instagram, and you're like, wow. I'm not doing enough. Yeah, you'll either get motivated or you'll become incredibly discouraged about what you think is a hard life. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm sitting here, when we're at the office for 16 hours a day, I'm just, all I think to myself is, Jocko's doing 18. Jocko's doing 18, yeah, what are we doing? And he's like making jeans and shoes. He's just out there doing. Rolling jujitsu at 4.30 in the morning. The guy's guy's intense. He really is. He's intense. That's how he goes camping, too. And you know what else Jocko Willing would do? What do we do? Hit the rumble button. He would hit the rumble button. Yes, he would hit the rumble button. He would hit it harder and faster and earlier than anybody else in the world. Yeah, Jocko would be the first to hit it. So, uh, Daily Wire, the title, uh, headline of this opinion article is, Well, duh, majority of Democrats now concerned about Biden's mental health. Uh, a poll finds, now I had no idea 
why they would be concerned about the mental health of this guy. The truth is, there's a lot more Republicans out there taking credit for the new bridges and those bones that are collapsing. Or this and guy. So I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I uh, was sort of sort raised, of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community, community at home, at home politically. politically. Or uh, this guy. I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. Nor maybe even this guy. Why would we be concerned about this guy's mental health? I don't know. Let's see what this poll says. Another mental gaffe by President Joe Biden after another one. A new poll has found a majority of Democrats are at least, quote, concerned about his mental health. The Issues and Insights TIPP survey of 1,376 adults released Monday showed 64% of Americans are either very concerned or somewhat concerned. A five-point jump from the last poll in August. But the percentage of Democrats now concerned about Biden's mental health uh, lapses leaped 13 points in two months. In two months. Virtually all of October's gain came from Democrats, who went from just 39% expressing concern over Biden's mental health in August, a high number in and of itself, to 52% in the latest poll, the pollsters wrote. Quote, is Biden's mental infirmity a danger to this country? Is it, is it time for the president, who turns 80 next month, to be tested by competent medical experts and have the results openly released to allay public fears, said the pollsters. Yeah, I got news for you. you. Okay. Uh, there's a better likelihood of that happening than me dunking. Yeah, and you're are not you, going to. Are dunk. you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. He's going to do a mental acuity test live on TV. Speaking of which, you still have to play Lee in basketball. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, it's just out there. I'll get the basketball hoop. Mm-hmm. Mm. We got the game down at the bottom of the office. Oh, well, I'll win in that. I don't know. Lee might box you out. I haven't lost yet. Lee. I'm not boxing how out you, the governor. How do you, first of all, how do you win a game? With no scoreboard. There is a scoreboard. Oh, it is one? I didn't see. There's lights? Yeah. Camera action? Is there a time limit? Yeah, there's also an on button that you need to hit. There's a, an on button? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's know. usually how you turn things on. Yeah, I didn't know the game was electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. 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 <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's battery operated. Nice. And tomorrow... Battery operated or is it plug-in? It's battery operated. Oh, bad. That's fake news. You can't even trust those scores. It's like Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I'm very excited because tomorrow we'll be talking about the inflation numbers that come out. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I just can't hide it. Yeah, he's very excited. Even, even, uh, but back to the Biden article. Uh, what's his face? Uh, running against J.D. Vance. Ryan. Uh, Tim Ryan. Lion Tim Ryan. Even Tim Ryan called out Kamala Harris. Yeah. She's, they were like, recently, uh, the, I think the moderator asked, recently the vice president said that the border was secure. And Tim Ryan goes... Obviously, that's not true. <laughs> I was just like, "Wow, that's a yeah. that's a stalk." He, he just called it. Just boom, rebuked, rebuke, rebuke, rebuked, rebuked, retruthed, <laughs> retruthed. Uh, this this Biden article uh, is funny. Now they say recent snippets show Biden wandering off the stage, apparently lost. Remember this? He's walking around FEMA. Shaking hands. Wow, look at this guy. I'm going to shake hands. This guy's not even here. It's yes, this guy's fault. And we spent a million dollars helping HIV and AIDS. He's blaming Elton John for an STD. Uh, forgetting the name of the declaration. We're named these true to be self evident. Yeah, is, uh, you know the thing. Uh, what? You know, yeah, you know, that thing, the Declaration the, of Independence. The thing. You know, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, all that. Uh, the true relationship of pressure. Uh, you know, the nation. Bad of calf care. You know, uh, not remembering that a congresswoman he was honoring at a ceremony was in fact dead. Abu. 
Bakar El Baghdadi is dead. Where's Abu? I didn't think he was going to be here today. Asking, where's Jackie? Invoking the possibility of nuclear Armageddon after Vladimir Putin's military suffered setbacks in UK, or Ukraine and so on. On September 28th, Biden delivered a speech at the White House conference on hunger, nutrition, and health. Conveniently, Stacey Abrams was not there. Uh, in Washington, D.C., he recognized those involved in the effort, including Representative Jackie Walorski. In his shout-outs, Biden said, Jackie! Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. Um, yeah, she must not be here, Joe, because if you don't remember, you know, shortly, what, about a month, month and a half before, yep. she wasn't there because Jackie Walorski passed away. She died along with three others in a head-on car crash on August 3rd. I really don't know how the Democrats get themselves out of this. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I, it's going to be some sort of magic act, some sort of a magician to see what happens here. It's, uh, it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, uh, the White House said, Jill and I are shocked and saddened by the death of Congresswoman Jackie Walorski of Indiana, along with two members of her staff in a car accident today in Indiana. Biden said at the time he also ordered the U.S. flag at the White House to be lowered for two days. And then he forgot about it a month later, a month and a half later. Uh, and, you know, you heard what um, the mop, Karine Jean-Pierre, said. Oh, no, 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 no. He knew. She was just at top of mind. She was yes. at top of mind. She was at top. She was at top of mind. Oh, okay. All right. She was at top of mind. All right. First off. That's not even the right way you say that phrase. Right. Yeah, it's not like that's the top of his mind. Top of his mind. But on top of mind. I've never heard of that before. That's Well, that's a Kellenberg. I got approved for the puddings and the eating. And once again, guys, I just want to apologize on behalf of all Long Islanders. We gave you Corrine Jean-Pierre. She went to high school out here. Yeah. I promise you. That is not an accurate representation of the intelligence level no. on our little island here. No, I probably, uh, actually, you know, it's unfortunate that she actually may be more intelligent than most of the people on this godforsaken island that we bumped into last night, but that remains to be seen. She is not a representation of us. Yeah. Of Long Island as a whole. She's not what we want us to be remembered for. So. Yeah, well, that's because we're Suffolk County, guys. Yeah, we're Suffolk Booyah. County. Suffolk, yeah, that's right. The big county. The bigger, you know, geographic county. Geographic yeah. Long Island. Uh <laughs> So, of course, she was on his mind. She was the top of mind for the president. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters the next day, quote, he looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this coming Friday. Reporters lashed out at Jean-Pierre, who simply repeated her scripted lies. But Fox News' Peter Ducey delivered a zinger, telling the flack, quote, Karine, I love I have John Lennon on top of mind just about every day, but I'm not looking around for him <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, Yo. man. That, yeah. Peter Ducey deserves a Pulitzer for this. Absolutely. Biden would eventually apologize to Walorsky's family when he met with them for a bill signing in the Oval Office two days later. Folks, the fact of the matter is, uh, and the end of the article ends with, maybe he should apologize to all Americans for being president. I agree. It's a uh, bit on the nose, but... Joseph Curl, I like it. It's uh, it's valid. I would I would, I would like a, a, an apology for Sleepy Joe. By the way, he took credit for prices going down. He... he Deflected accountability for prices going up. Took credit for prices going down. Is he now going to assume responsibility for prices going up no. again? Probably not. Because as we uncovered and we showed on the on the show uh, recently, as the Breitbart News article had said, the uh, the running away, the abandonment of the Trump energy policies when Joe Biden took over, turning uh, turning off the Keystone Pipeline, shutting down the construction, you know, abandoning all of those Trump policies in favor of green energy, you know, relying on solar, wind, water, which can't do what fossil fuels does. We understand that. Uh, doing that has actually had more of an impact on de delivering supply of oil to the market than what OPEC Plus just did. We know that, uh, as a matter of fact, 
Joe Biden's abandoning of Trump's energy policies have resulted in about 3 million barrels of production a day not being supplied to the market when OPEC just recently cut 2 million barrels per day. So we are down a net 5 million barrels per day. And what is the answer? Let's just release all of the oil from the strategic reserve, which is supposed to be there for our military in real emergencies, not manufactured crises. Not to mention... Let's release the Strategic Petroleum Reserve while this administration and the media are basically begging for a war with Russia at this begging. point. Absolutely. They're basically begging. Well, speaking of, uh, here's your daily Ukraine update. Yeah. Uh, the National Federation of Teachers Union's president, Randy Weingarten, mm. went, to, uh, went to inspect the damage caused by the bombing in Ukraine. Okay. Now... You may be asking yourself, why? What qualifications does Randy Weingarten have to inspect the fallout from bombs in Ukraine? My answer would be, what qualifications does Randy Weingarten have to do anything? She has no qualifications to be a teachers union no, rep either. And she, no, she doesn't. No. So I finally care about Ukraine. I hope they close their borders and don't let anyone out. Yeah. So Randy Weingarten can't come back and ruin our schools. Yes, yes. Keep her there. I've got a fun. Uh, Conscript her. I've got a fun. Story here. Oh, Adam, I, I see this Adam on your Wharton. screen. This is good. This is real good. Adam Go Wharton. You know what? President Trump went to the University of Pennsylvania, Wharton School of Business, probably yes. the best business school in the world. I did very well there. Very well. There. So well. I did so well. Nobody did better than I did. I was at the top of my class, even if you don't think so. That's what happened. You know, there's an old joke in college that. Uh, there are some dumb majors. For mm-hmm. a long time, people have used uh, underwater basket weaving. Lesbian dance theory. Lesbian dance theory. Right. Well, now the Wharton School of Business has a new major. Mm. Uh, this coming from uh, Tim Meds over at the Daily Wire. I'm doing all that Daily Wire today. I like it. Uh, in politics and the English language, George Orwell warns writers to avoid using dying metaphors that have lost all of its power. For example, making fun of hippie liberals for getting a degree in underwater basket weaving is a bit outdated. Well, fear not. Because thanks to the Wharton School of Business, we have a newly invented metaphor that might even be better to describe useless college majors. The Wharton School of Business, master's degree, costs $70,000 a year. You can now get a master's degree in DEI. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, which, yeah. Which, by the way, why? Why? I just You had these degrees anyway. Critical race theory. By the way, the same thing. What is... Okay, DEI, mm-hmm. diversity, equity, inclusion. Okay. Yes. So we need to be inclusive and ha- ha- give everyone a chance at the Wharton School of Business. Yeah, yeah. The 70, hardest business school to get in in the world. $70,000 a year, where it's really equity. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, equity. A lot of equity. Why don't we pass that equity around? You know, why don't we give some of that money from the Wharton School of Business? I could use some of oh, that equity. Oh, oh, I could use some of it too. You know who else could use that equity? You know, give it to Ukraine. Give it to Ukraine. That's it. You know I what, gotta, Wharton? Send all that money for his DEI thing. Right to Ukraine. That's where all the money goes anyway. Might as well. I said at the Jet game, I said if you drop a pass, uh, this is what I would do if I was the coach of the New York Jets or the owner. I would say, all right, Taylor Conklin, if you want to drop another pass next week, Elijah Moore, you donate your game check to Ukraine. So that's where we send all the money anyway. Okay, Absolutely. Continue. And yeah. diversity. 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 What could be diverse about a school that costs $70,000 a year? Oh, I don't know. Nothing. No, probably nothing. Not to mention the University of Pennsylvania is, in fact, located in the single worst place in the world. Hmm. Philadelphia. Yes. Foo Philly. Foo Philly. Look, the it, city of brotherly look, love. Look, if you're from in your, if you're in the chat and you're Independence from, Hall's cool. Yeah. 
I like it. Uh, you know, we can keep the Chiefs take places. And your sports fans got to calm themselves down. Yeah. All right. You know, listen. And by the way, the Broad Street Brawlers. Let, yeah. let me click bullies, 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 bullies. Bully yeah. yeah. Bring it up to the garden. Let's go. And let me just also say this. Eagles fans. And I'm a Jet fan. I don't really fly Eagles fly whatever. You drive Giant fans crazy. I like to watch it. It's fun. You see two meltdowns. Fine. Here's the deal. Why did you boo Santa Claus? I mean, the Eagles fans boo everything. They booed Donovan McNabb because they wanted to draft Ricky Williams. <laughs> you know, and then they sit there. Santa is shown on the big screen and they booed him. They mm -hmm. booed him. Brotherly love. You all getting cold for Christmas now. You booed Santa. You know, and I'll say this. The ball falls off the tee because of wind. They booed that too. You are now booing the weather. <laughs> Folks in Philly, get a hold of yourselves. Stop booing everything that walks and, you know, maybe you'll have a... A good thing happened. But Nick Foles, that, that Super Bowl, St. Nick, that was a really good Super Bowl. That was funny. That was a good time. That was that, uh, what is it? That, that, the that average trick play? Oh, what? According to salary.com, oh, this, this is going to annoy me. Mm. Annoy. The average chief diversity officer salary in the United States makes $227,000 a year. But the range typically falls between $196,000 a year and $275,000 a year. Are you, are yeah. you the chief Equity, equity. That's what I would like. Equity. It's good. These people are these people are being taught. The Wharton School of DEI. Business. Yeah, you're right. This isn't infiltrating our schools. No, you're good. Yeah. No, guys. This is just a thing that stays in college. Remember yeah. when they said that five years ago? Yeah, yeah. When they were burning down Berkeley because Ann Coulter showed up. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, big scary. I, I'm. What? You're right. You gonna make it over there? No. Why? Um, no, it's just. It's just uh, about the information that you're getting it, on the screen. It, I'm just, I'm just sad. It's sad. It is sad. It's, it's, uh, it's bad to watch everything falling apart like that. You know, we we saw it, we saw it here where drag bingos coming to Long Island. You had these. Yeah, we got drag bingo on Long Island. Yeah, it's coming to Long Island, a, a bar that we all used. I to... I think they call it drag bingo because you would have to drag me there. Yeah, we were. I would, if my child showed up at a drag bingo, I'd drag them out. <laughs> that's the, that's that's. Honestly, what parents should do. Your kid goes to this, they should be dragged out of there. Don't let them go see this nonsense out there. Yep. But that's what DEI is. It's, you know, you're softening up these kids. You're teaching them about, you know, the new normal, which obviously we said. Crazy's the new normal. Normal's the new crazy. It's my favorite thing to well, say. Well, somebody was saying about equity, about how important equity is. Was I think it was on Rogan's show. And then somebody commented, so should we make all the views equitable on podcasts? No, oh, yeah. Should Joe Rogan be handing out podcast views? Yeah, should he take a very, a very unpopular or not watched podcast and just donate time on his platform. Donate. Maybe you could donate to Kyle Kalinske because yeah. nobody watches that show. You know, I think, again, equity, it's not about equity. Equity is impossible. You can't guarantee the same outcome. We can't do that. Equality, 100%. Yeah. Everybody gets the same opportunity. You work hard. You get where you got to go. Are there some cases where you may be, you know, a little disadvantaged to others? There might be. But, the, you know, this is a little thing called life. I know people who've beaten the odds. You're very capable yeah. of beating the odds. What the Democrats want you to believe is that you're not capable of beating the odds and you need them to help you beat the odds. You need them to lower the fence. That You need them to bring that basketball hoop down so someone your size could dunk. I mean, it's true. If there was equity in the nice. NBA, they would lower the hoop for you and raise it for LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they, they should raise it for LeBron James. No, LeBron James should get stomped on, but that's okay. Well, he's, he's the only Chinese prostitute that I know out in the NBA. You know what LeBron James isn't? Hitting good, the rumble button. As good as Michael. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not. Yeah, but... You see, this is this is what's so interesting about the equity agenda, is that there's two ways to to create social norms, and that's with social pressure and biological pressures. Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time, and I find it incredibly fascinating that if you take the cultures that are the most gender equitable, like this, like, uh, like the Nordic countries, Sweden, Denmark, Finland, you actually, Norway, you actually get less gender equity. 
because of biology. Yeah. So there are, in take a country like Bangladesh. There are more female engineers in Bangladesh than there are in Sweden. Really? Yes, in a, in a country that has no gender equity. Because right. it turns out that when you minimize the cultural uh, factors, you maximize the biological factors. Yeah. So you give everyone the opportunity to do whatever they want. Turns out women are going to do what they want. Yeah, and they're not going to become engineers. That's uh, true. That's and exactly it's what it not is. Not what they want to do. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, like, there's nothing wrong with there's it. There's nothing wrong with. Uh, Women are more focused on thing uh, on people, and men are more focused on things. That's true. That's why women become nurses, men become engineers. Right. That's why there were very few women. Uh, the the James Damore memo, uh, memo at Google like six years ago, I remember was talking about getting women in tech, and it's like it turns out women just aren't interested in coding. No. You know why? Because it's boring. Yeah, it is boring. Women care. Men don't care. Men do. Right. And there's there's a there, look. That's all, just that's just like a biological for difference. Years, for hundreds of thousands, millions of years. Yeah. This has worked out just fine. Uh-huh. And this is my favorite thing to say to feminists when they're like, well, women don't get drafted. And I'm like, yeah, you know why? Because men are expendable. Yeah. True. And very they look true. at you very confused. I mean, you see, a good feminist can find a negative in anything. Well, you know, women don't die in wars. There you go. Misogyny. Right. And it's like... All right, all you well, go. You know which women are going to be drafted? Transgender women. Yes. Because, and they're not obviously not real women, but no. but this is the thing. The, the United States says if you're a transgender woman, a biological male, you still must register for the draft. Uh, yeah, but Where's for the, the outrage? For the longest time, we've known the reason why men go to war. And it's because men are expendable. Mm -hmm. I am a man. I know that I am expendable. Like, that's just the way it is. That's, that's why we is. let women and children off the boat first. That's right. And you know, well, turns J.P. Out Morgan. Turns out there were no feminists on the Titanic. No. There, there were no, no women going, oh, no, no, no. In the name of gender equity, please let this man go on the on the life raft. I have a child. I have a child. Have a child. <laughs> that was my favorite meme ever. Yeah. When uh, Billy Zane is holding the kid on Titanic, and the guy's like, women and children only, and it just says, I'm trans. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's per But that's it. There are no, uh, Bill Burr's got the joke, there are no feminists in a, in a house fire mm -hmm. or a hostage situation. Correct. There's no one trapped in a vault going, just let the women and children go. And then some fat feminist stands up and goes, uh, no, I believe all the men should be let out at the same time. Yeah, well, then then it's really not really a feminist either. And that's what the whole thing Bill is. Bill Burr's got the joke. He's like, with these trans activists. Paid the they're, same they're, more an hour? He's like, women want to be paid the same more an hour. But when the check comes, no, no, no. What do you mean? Well. When the when the bill comes, you never see the woman grabbing the bill. I've seen it happen on a, on a number. Of, I've seen it happen. What's a bill bar joke? Yeah, joke's are supposed to be funny. Oh, I didn't tell it the right way. Oh, okay. Oh. Bill Burr did it. That's why I've never heard of it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I looked at it and I saw people getting upset. These feminists earlier in in uh, at one of my other jobs, and you know, can you pick this up for me? And I'm like, right, but you know, you're just fighting about equality in the workplace and all. And I have no problem doing that. Yeah. You know, I worked in a paint store, but if you're not, if you're not, you know, equipped biologically to to handle a 700 you know pound load over the course of a day, and that's how many pounds you would wind up moving. A 700 you, pound load. No, I'm talking about if you're. You were picking up Lizzo. Stacey Abrams, actually, but uh, you know, if if you're not if you're not equipped to handle that amount of weight over the over the course of the day, maybe this isn't the field of work that you should be doing, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But all we kept hearing is, you know, we're fighting for women, woman equality in the workplace and the gender pay gap and all of these things. And then you look at the way, you know, some of this happens. And I'm not saying that, that some of them were not capable. I worked with a few women at, at my old job who were weightlifters who loved 
doing the work. And then there were some who wouldn't touch a can of paint uh, because it was too heavy or it would get on their nails. Well, you're, you, you signed up to work for a paint company. Uh, what do you think? It's all going to stay in the can? I mean, you know, spills happen. Things happen. It's heavy. Orders need to be put away. And, you know, it was, it was, it was just things like that. So anyway. Yeah. No, uh, but, you know, it, it, it's the people that deny reality. That screw it up for the rest of us because we were talking about this on our last show on our on our, uh, our loud majority show is that when you start to deny what we all know to be true, then it goes very quickly into two plus two equals five. Oh well, that's I got, we in, are. I got into it with a friend last night. They were like, "What's the issue with the train stuff?" And I was like, "That it isn't true." Mm-hmm. That's my entire issue with it. It's not that people want to do what they want to do and they, go do what you they, want. It's not. It's the fact that it isn't. Look, if, if, if I want to put on a dress, whatever, it's on me. The problem is, is that when you start to say things that we know are obviously are not true, right? Because where does that end? Where does it end? Well, well, just let them be who they. And look, obviously, there's the libertarian argument for that. You know, live and let live and be what you. But there's never a line. There's never a time where any sort of progress in any sort of progressive worldview just goes, okay, we've made it here. We're That's done. it. I mean, it's it, it, it. we never see that because obviously the word progressive, they want to keep pushing forward. They want to keep making progress. And, you know, again, my issue with the transgender, you want, if, if, if you as an adult, Want to make alterations to your body, whether it's a whether it's earrings, whether it's tattoos, whether it's you know removing certain things and putting other things in other plate, whatever you. If that's what you want to do as an adult, you're free to do that. What you're not free to do is influence children, minors, to mm-hmm. do the same thing, and that's where that's where I get upset, right? Because a and you, and you're also what I also don't want to deal with is you know this idea that you know if if a, if a if a boy in school, a boy is seen with a Barbie doll. That a teacher is now going to approach that kid, yes, and go, "Hey, do you feel like a girl? You know, you actually might be a girl." Mm-hmm. You know, and and again, and I think the reason why a lot of sensible, logical, rational lesbian and gay men and women uh, come to this, you know, this kind of fork in the road where they go, "I'm proud to be gay." But if a child in their shoes was gay now, boy or girl, mm-hmm. they would be told it's not okay to be gay. You must transition. There are people now that that's are- That's tra- the next step. That's that's where it is. We, we, we've already reached that oh, point. Oh, yeah, for sure. We've already reached- No, no. They'll go, hey, no, no. Little boy, little girl, Cindy, Billy. Listen, Billy, you like dolls? You like You like dressing up in girls' clothes? That's because- God made a mistake, and you're actually a girl. Yeah, which which I got. That's where I'm I'm upset with, and it's the fact that there are there are people that do it. We always say, don't argue on the left's terms. Okay, by that nature, by that very very, uh, 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 you know, motto by that by that by that principle, I can't in my right mind look at a transgender woman, a man who now believes he is a woman. Let's take. Bruce Jenner, for example, and call him Caitlyn. Well, I'm sorry. I can call them Caitlyn because you're allowed to change your name. Yeah. I will not refer to that person as a she. Mm-hmm. Right? Chad Johnson, NFL, this is a good example, yeah. right? He changed his last Ron name Artest. to Ocho Cinco. Ron Artest became Meta World Peace. <laughs> I mean, whatever. You can he legally became, change your name. Meta World Peace after jumping into the stands yeah. and beating the crap Malice out of like, at the palace. And beating the crap out of like six uh, well, Detroit you can, Pistons fans. You can legally change your name. So Bruce Jenner's legal name right now, I think, is, is Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Fine. I will not refer to that person as she. No. I will not refer this whole pronouns thing where you could oh well you could refer to me as 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 Zim Z 
What the hell is that? Yeah. Invader Zim. That's like a show that was on Nickelodeon back 100%. in the day. You know, I will not, because I will not argue on the left's terms. I will not give legitimacy to something that I believe is inherently crazy and inherently dangerous. And more, I won't do it. And more importantly, if this was some sort of a... Uh, a cultural thing that happened on its own. So there were just words that we as a society have chosen not to say anymore. Right. There's the one obvious one. The one obvious one, right. That we have all as a society said that we're not going to say anymore. Right. I got no problem with that. No problem. And I want to be clear, there's no law saying that you can't say that word. No, there's not. We as a, as a collective, as a society, have chosen not to say that individual word. Right. If this sort of pronoun thing had happened in that sort of organic sense... I have no problem with it. But as soon as the state begins to mandate things. Right. And that's where, I, I bring him up again, Jordan Peterson, that's where he got his his fame from. Because he told the Canadian government the minute it became law that you had to use preferred pronouns, he said, no, I will not do that. Right. He also said that were, a, so were someone to come up to him in a like human manner, it was like, hey, this is me. I, he's like, I got no problem with that. The minute the law makes you say it. In New York City, you have to use people's preferred yes. pronouns yeah. or you can be fined a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. In New York City, thank you, Bill de Blasio, yeah. you communist with your ugly children. Yeah, very like, ugly children. But one's really ugly. Hideously ugly. Hideously. Like hideously. beast. The other one got into Yale, though. I'm sure he got in on merit. Er equity. Equity. Yeah, that's how they got the... But uh, that's... Once it becomes law, once it becomes mandated by law, that's when it is punishable by guns. Yeah. Because that's all the government is. All the government is is one giant gun forcing you to do what they want you to do. That's, that's right. it. That's right. And again, I, I, like I said, if there's something that is inherently crazy, that I think is inherently crazy, that I think is, or, or, or something that I can point at biology and say, this is not true. And the truth is the one thing that we can't argue about, mm -hmm. right? Up is up, down is down. And there's no such thing as your truth. No, no, there's no. The there's truth. the truth. You can have opinions. You can have you can have angles and, and opinions and and different perspectives on what the truth you know on 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 how you, you know, get there. Like for instance, if it's raining outside, okay, yeah. it's rain. It is rain. Like the water is falling from the sky. So the truth is, it is raining. Now Kevin may say it is raining hard. I may walk yes. outside and say. No, nah, I don't really think it's raining hard. Neither of us are right. <laughs> Neither of us are right, but both of us are right to feel a certain way about how it, how the weather is behaving. Ford Mama Bear. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but 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 essentially, that's the truth. The truth is, when the sun goes down, it gets dark. Yeah. Okay. Now, some people may say it's getting it's it's really dark out while you can still see. Some people may say this isn't dark. That's a different. That's your perspective on what's happening at that point in time. Right again, if it's raining, you know, uh, look, here's, here's another one. Uh, South Carolina gets two inches of snow. They, they feel like that's a winter emergency. Yeah. When Long Island gets two inches of snow. We don't even notice. We don't blink. Now, to South Carolina, that's a lot of snow. To Long Island, that's not a lot of snow. But to both places, there is snow. Yeah. That's the point. So there is a truth. And then there are different ways people interpret there what are, is actually going on. There are degrees on. of truth. Yes. You know, and there are there are opinions that you may have on truth. Now, I look at this, right? A man, born a man, biology is a man. I don't care what that man does later in his life to his body. It will not change his biology. It will not, it cannot, 
It should not, but it won't. It won't. The, the fact of the matter is that doesn't change. Your biology doesn't change no matter how you feel about yourself, yeah. no matter if you cut things off or not, or if you did the, thing, the surgery, if you take hormones, your biology never changes. If you, and uh, as tragic as this may be, if somebody undergoes a transition and then a million years they uncover their body and test their DNA, they're not going to know that yeah. there was a transition. Well, that's the new the story. That's the new story is saying that when they uncover these bones, of like cavemen now, they shouldn't gender them because they don't know how they identify. But that's the that's the, a that's a. I'm gonna find it. It, it is a it is a real story. I do remember that, you know. Uh, but I'll, but I'll tell you. I mean, that's where I draw the line. I draw the line on what I know is true. Two plus two is five. Born a man, you stay a man biologically. Born a woman, you stay a woman biologically. And to me, that is all that matters. That is all that matters. So I will not refer to a transgender woman, which was a biological man, Leah Thomas, who, mm -hmm. who's trans, as a woman. I just will not do it. This from the Daily Mail. I just found it, of course. The Daily Mail, where the title is the article. Yes. Don't give skeletons a gender or categories or or categorize their race as it contributes to white supremacy. There you go. Woke activists demand. White supremacy. This is from July. So now if we find like some kind of a, some kind of a, I don't know, Mountain Man on Everest. Oh, I just said in Mountain Man. Uh-oh. Oh, a mountain person. A mountain person. Yeah. On Everest, we can't figure out what gender they are because that contributes to white supremacy. You know what doesn't contribute to white supremacy? Hitting hit the rumble, rumble button. button. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, uh, hit the rumble button. Let's get this bad boy going all the way up. We got a, a word from our sponsor here, Field of Greens. I'm going to tell you a little story. Back in the day, people grew what they ate. Fresh vegetables and fruits were the core of their diet, but Americans are busier. Now we eat pre-made, processed, fast food, easy stuff. But not very healthy. Full disclosure here, folks. I don't get the doctor recommended six cups a day of veggies and fruits. But let me tell you what, that, uh, what I take to help me stay healthy. It's called Field of Greens. Here it is. Fog. F-O-G. Get down with F-O-G. Uh, Field of Greens is packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. This is what I need to stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You'll have more energy. You'll look and feel healthier. And it can even help you lose weight. Hmm. Georgia. But what I'm looking forward to is my next physical when my doctor compares my old lab work to my new lab work and says I crushed it. Join me and take Field of Greens too. And to help get you started, I got you 15% off your first order and another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha. That's fieldofgreens.com promo code LFA, fieldofgreens.com promo code LFA. Boom! That's what I'm talking about. Go check them out. Give them some love. We love those Field of Greens. Field of Greens. I want to go into John Fetterman real quick. Because before we do, you know what I love? What? Hitting the rumble button. Hitting the rumble button. That's right. Hit that rumble button. Hit it over and over and over again. And then after you do that, head on over to LaMajorityUS.com and sign up for the newsletter, everybody. That's right. NBC News agreed to allow the use of a computer monitor for Pennsylvania Senate candidate, uh, Lieutenant Governor... I just still can't understand John Fetterman, otherwise known as Fetterneck, to read the uh, questions he was asked because of difficulties with his health. Fetterman Wait a spoke. He had to. Yeah. He can't read. I, I, I thought he couldn't talk. I, apparently, he, he has a hard time understanding what he's hearing, understanding uh, what he's seeing. Yeah, a lot of real problems. And I don't think this is stroke problems, by the way. I think against, a guy, against the guy who quite literally operates on babies' hearts. Yes. Uh, I mean, the head look, of cardiology at New York Lango. You can say what you want about Dr. Oz. <laughs> the, look, the guy's, you know, he's a 
child's heart surgery. You can like, say what you want. I know that there are people who still don't like him. If this guy wins because you stayed home, you're going to have a lot of regret. I'm just I, all I'm saying. That reminds you of Raphael Warnock and that other idiot from Georgia. Yeah. The fact that there are two uh, John Ossoff. John Ossoff. Yeah. The fact that there are two senators from Georgia. 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 Yes. That are Democrats. The land of the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Thank you, Linwood. Thank you, Lynn Wood, and your yeah. stupid hats. Fetterman spoke with correspondent Dasha Burns in what was billed as the Democrats' first TV interview since he had a stroke in May. In a preview of their interview on Tuesday, Burns said that the interview was, quote, very different than when they last spoke before his stroke several months ago. A clip from that exchange shows Fetterman reading the transcription of the reporter's questions on an Apple computer at his home, and there was a Chiron informing viewers that the interview was performed using closed captioning. Quote, he is still suffering from auditory processing issues, which means he has a hard time understanding what he's hearing. So NBC News agreed to close captioning during this interview, Burns told anchor Kathy Turr on MSNBC. Now let me be clear. That is a very nice thing that MSNBC did for John Fetterman. Yep. And if John Fetterman was a run-of-the-mill person who was speaking about an issue in their community and that's how they had to accommodate him to facilitate the interview, no problems whatsoever. Yeah. Okay? The fact that John Fetterman, still after May, five months after the stroke, cannot cannot uh, partake in a conventional interview and is running to be one of 50 members of the United States Senate. The fact that there are polls that show him leading the fact that this man doesn't have the decency to say, you know what guys, I'm really not. If you're not up to an interview with MSNBC, you are not up to the job of being a U.S. Senator. Not absolutely no. not because this ain't going to happen in the Senate. And when it does happen in the Senate, now you're going to get a whole different brood of people who are going to want to be senators. And I'm okay. I don't. I, I'm not trying to 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 pick on someone who had a stroke no. or marginalize the guy. You know, there are plenty of flaws outside of John Fetterman's health issues that we could bring up. Other than his stroke, the fact that this man has never had a job. The fact that he owns one hoodie. Yeah, the fact that the guy doesn't know how to dress. The fact that the man wants to take cop killers and allies of cop killers and put them on the Pennsylvania Board of Pardons. And then, as he said, use them as a bully pulpit on criminal justice reform. I'm sorry, but killing police doesn't sound like criminal justice reform to me. No. These are the issues I have with John Fetterman. Now, the other issue I have with John Fetterman is the lack of decency. Step aside. You are clearly not up to the job. I'm I'm not saying that so Dr. Oz can win. I'm saying that if you had a stroke in May, the primary was after the stroke in May. Yes. If you had a stroke, was it after the stroke in May? I, it might have been right right around the because I think the 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 con the the uh, a Pennsylvania primary was right around the time we were voting for school board here. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. the Mastriano's primary was on May 18th, I believe. And I'm not sure when his stroke was, but if you had had that stroke and had to bow out of the race and found some way to be replaced or something, you know that this is this is a, a, one of these situations where if you can't sit down with a reporter from MSNBC, a friendly yeah, reporter, it's not like they're really going to press him. She's not going to press him. She knows he's got health problems, and they're going to edit the interview. Yeah, they're going to make him they're look gonna, good. They're going to edit a softball interview. Yeah, and he still couldn't make it. Through they it. needed to use closed captioning again. If NBC, MSNBC wanted to do this with a with a person, an activist in the community who maybe had a had a, had a hearing problem or yeah, or some sort deaf, of health problem, like you know, okay, all right, fine. But you know what? He's 
he's not, number one, he's not deaf. Number two, he just suffered a stroke, which is very serious. We know about that. Number three, if this is how he has to go through a softball interview, how is he going to handle debates on the floor of, of, of the Senate? Mm -hmm. How is he going to be able to answer tough questions from the media? How is he going to be accountable to the people he says he represents? He's not. He doesn't want to be accountable. He's never wanted to be accountable. Now the stroke makes it easier for him to deflect and to hide. This is like a, a basement Biden situation all over again. Basement even Biden. Joe Biden doesn't have to use closed caption. The guy doesn't even know where he is half the time. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I understand that we've got questions about Dr. Oz. He's affiliated with the World Economic Forum, which also is not just composed of globalists and there are business owners there are other people who are in there I know I know we don't want to anoint and this is good this is good Tulsi Gabbard left the Democrat party everyone still has questions about her I'm actually very proud of a lot of people on our side who are not jumping and anointing yeah. somebody a hero because of what they just recently did because we have a we have a we have a, a tendency to do that mm -hmm. whether it's Joe Rogan or it's Bill Maher who says something that we like and we go ah this is another Kanye moment they must be coming around the mountain or or, or we have a little bit more common ground with the other side than we think, yes. which is also a good thing. But you don't look to someone like a Rogan or a Marr or even a Tulsi Gabbard yeah. to be a bastion of conservatism. Because you're not going to get that. You're not gonna, and that's not what they want to deliver. Particularly when it comes... And that's not what I'm looking for. Well, well, particularly when it comes to people that are inherently not political, like a Kanye or a Rogan. Marr and Tulsi are a little bit different. Yeah. Because, well, oh, well, well, Tulsi's well, a politician. Tulsi's obviously different. But Marr is a... He's a commentator. Marr is a liberal comedian. He's a social commentator yeah. as well. And that's, you know, it intertwines. <laughs> but this guy, I mean, even MSNBC But I now, think a lot of times when it comes to people who will talk about politics, we then see them as a political figure, like a Kanye, like a Rogan, like, you know, uh, I, there was a video a while back about Cardi B, who was like holding up a check, and she was like, where's all my money going? Why is the government taking all this money from me? And everybody's like, oh, we got Cardi B, and then, well, that ended quickly. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, was she right in the video? Why is the government taking all of her money? Yes. Do I expect her to speak at the RNC next year? Probably not. No, no, no. And and I don't know. This is this is bothering me. Pennsylvania is bothering me as a whole. I'm not exactly. George is bothering me. I'm not exactly sure what is going on over there in PA. Uh, if you're with the Mastriano campaign, you guys, we got to get we got to get out there. We got to knock doors. I will be. Uh, I spoke with a few people. I'm going to be trying to do what I could do from here with some mm -hmm. funny content and things like that. Uh, because we, well, I spoke with the Mastriano campaign recently with a couple of volunteers and some folks who were involved there and want to kind of lighten the mood and kind of take some shots at little uh, Josh Shapiro so I'll be I'll be okay with that he's only little five Josh. foot three little Josh Shapiro's a little guy uh, so five we got three apparently so we got we have to get wow and I can't wait <laughs> that guy's really short oh wow that's the first time you I said that in a while yeah you said that's first time you said that in a while it's good it's very good usually uh, I'm talking about my nephew when I say that right <laughs> and he's uh he's 11 let's hit this post millennial article before we go because this is ridiculous Yeet. Yeet the teat. The teats. Yeah, the whatever. Teats. It says in a post millennial. Let's see. Yeah. Doctor reported that Biden's FTC for promoting breast removal surgery to minors. Uh, Gallagher frequently posts photographs and memes on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram as a way to connect with hundreds of thousands of young followers and gains most of her patients through social media. Uh, why some pa uh, patients feel sad after surgery despite wanting... Uh, wanting it for so long. This is actually not uncommon with any kind of surgery, but it's temporary. A surgeon who performs bilateral mastectomies on healthy teenage girls and who markets her services via TikTok and Instagram. Folks, there's a word for these people. They're called predators. 
All right? This is what they're doing. They're trying to, she's trying to accumulate a, a base of patients on a platform where a lot of kids tend to be on. She does these surgeries on kids. She is marketing her surgery for children in front of children on, on social media platforms that mm-hmm. market things to kids. This is disgusting. And this is what's going on. Uh, she's been reported, reported to the Federal Trade Commission for alleged ra- uh, false promotion of services to minors, reports the Irish Independent. Dr. Uh, Sid, S-I-D-H-B-H, don't know how to pronounce that, Gallagher, uh, I don't know if that's a typo or not. I would imagine, I don't know if this is or not. I don't, Sid, Sid Gallagher runs the Gallagher Plastic Surgery Clinic in Miami, Florida. Nope. Where she, what, that's her actual name? That's the name. That's the name. Uh, where she removes the healthy breasts of girls as young as 13 who believe themselves to be boys. 13 years old. 13 And she's years chopping old. off their breasts. Uh, you know whose breast she should chop off? Kathy Hochul. She regularly promotes this service on social media using, this is a stick up, put the money in the bag. Uh, use, uh, promotes this service on social media using the hashtag Yeet the Teets. Or Titus Deletus to appear to her large, mostly adolescent following. You know, <laughs> she has. That. <laughs> All right, look. It's clever. Yeah. It's clever. It's not Te- nice. It, it, it's Titus not- Deletus is really funny. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is kind of funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah, she said. Te- t- <laughs> she has. Yeah, I feel like it's like, like, a, like Harry Potter. Titus Deletus. That's what that is. She has said that most of her patients, both teenage and adult, found her via TikTok. Gallagher frequently posts photographs and memes on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram as a way to connect with hundreds of thousands of followers. And her satisfied customers respond with photographs of their newly unbandaged chest bearing fresh mastectomy scars. A disturbingly high number of them bear the scars of past Have you seen those pictures, by the way? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's really scary. It's like... Oh, Look at this. Jesus this is Christ, this is, is just oh. this is just that's yeah. like hard to watch. It looks like yeah, you know what it looks. Like? It looks like the, the scars on Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, it's like almost like a, like an autopsy scars. I know. It's this a- is brutal. This is really brutal. And this is what they're marketing to thirteen year olds. Here, you want to see this, folks, on the no. chat? Oh. Put this in the. We can put this in here real quick. I'll show you what that looks like. There's some mastectomy scars. Just so you know, just so you know exactly what we're what we're up against here. Oh. This is it. That's Titus Deletus. That's what they're talking about. That's, that's what just, they that's what they want to normalize, folks. Those yeah, are girls. That's just hard to watch, man. Those you are know, girls. I, there you go. Here's some more. Jesus. Those are those are girls, folks. I said it, you know, I said it about uh I said when we were talking about abortion a few weeks back, and I talked about baby boy A yeah. uh, in the Gosnell trial, and I said, be careful before you see it, because you can't unsee it. You see something like that, man, that is that is uh Thank you to Cynthia1126 for the $25 yeah. Rumble rant, by the way. Don't um, do Yeah, I mean, look, folks, that's... Look, I mean, it's one of those things that... I don't know, you just can't unsee that stuff. And no, you can't. Look, there, there's no going back from that. No, there's no, no, no. You can't get them put back on. At 13 and years if, old... And even if you could, that scar... That is a, a ridiculously large scar. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's got to be like... I mean, those are fresh. You know, they'll, they'll like, heal a little bit. But but the point of the matter is you're still going to have a scar. You're going to be left with something that you were born without. And you're doing this as a child. You're doing this before you really know any better. You know, if, again, if you're an adult and you want to do that to your body, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I, I, don't, I don't support the process. No. Unless you've got cancer or something, which is a totally different story. Yeah, but, which, you know, which I they, don't... They, they, first off, if you have... They do things yeah. to, to, to re- reconstruction. Right. Exactly. But, you know, look, I don't support doing that to your body. 
If someone asked me, would I do it to mine or would I want someone to do it to theirs? I would say no. However, what I do support is your right to do that. It is your body. You can do whatever you'd like to it. Mm-hmm. There's tattoos, earrings. I don't have any piercings. I don't have any tattoos. I know people get tattoos. I know people get piercings. It's fine. That's fine. You know, it's it's not something that I want, so I won't do yeah. it to myself. However, you wouldn't let your you wouldn't let your thirteen year look. I know I got. If my, I had a thirteen year old girl, no chance. I know I got my first tattoo at fifteen, and my father swiftly let, let me know how he felt about of that. Of course, I'm sure it swiftly was, and aggressively. It was, it was spectacular. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's it. You know, and 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 Mystic Mimi is saying this. Mimi and this saying this in the chat that Satan must have a hold of it. I mean, this is something that does look demonic, and I, I, I I'm not very involved in the spiritual realm. Uh, you know, I, you know, obviously I believe in God, but you know that that that's this is something that when you look at this, when you look at a car like I posted on Twitter yesterday, um, that is decked out in all sorts of anti-Republican stuff. Hang Trump. FJC, which stands for F Jesus Christ. Uh, if fascism comes to America, it'll be wrapped in a flag carrying a cross. These are what these people believe. Mm-hmm. And now this is where we are. And if you speak out against this, you're put on lists, you're, you're called an extremist. You're, you know, all we want to do is make sure that kids are allowed to be kids. If a girl, if a 13-year-old girl is playing with a G.I. Joe doll, if a 13-year-old girl yep. likes football, if a 13-year-old girl likes to play Call of Duty or something that other boy or plays with monster trucks or Transformers or whatever other boys do, right? If yeah. they if they're that does not mean that you as a teacher or a school psychologist or a guidance counselor or 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 you know behind the back of the parent, that does not mean you have the right. That does not mean that you have the right to convince something as as disgusting and as graphic as what we saw in these pictures is something like this, okay? Something like this to be done to that child. You do not have the right to strip them of their childhood. And that is what this that is what is going on there. These girls are teenagers. They've got a whole life ahead of them, and I can guarantee you that the majority of these mm-hmm. girls who had this done to them are going to regret this in the future, and this is going to wage war on their mental health. Well, the every study out there shows that any teenager who shows signs of gender dysphoria like over 90% of them just turn into just grow up to be homosexual adults. Completely healthy. That's it. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with being healthy and lesbian. Yeah. You didn't make a you didn't make a disgusting graphic, you know, lifelong change to your body. You live a lifestyle that I may not agree with, but you're free to live that lifestyle. Leave it in your bedroom, out mm-hmm. of the classroom. Period end of story. Somehow now, this movement went from stay out of my bedroom to put me in the classroom. And and let and me tell I don't you know, all about I, my bedroom. And I don't know how we just let that happen. We like, just let it go. We just let it go. We let it go. Real quick before we finish up, uh, yeah. the legendary actress Angela Lansby, uh, Lansbury from Murder She Wrote died. Um, Very sad. Ninety-five years old. Murder, in peace. Murder She Wrote. That's Murder a, She Wrote. That's that's the yeah. joke I would use about Joe Biden. That's right. Should be eating dinner at four thirty, watching a little Murder She Wrote, and off to bed. By five thirty. That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Please hit that rumble button on the way out. Uh, we appreciate it. Remember. You've got this story in the post-millennial. It's really disgusting. And this doctor who is talking about it just being a temporary feeling of, you know, after this is done, trust me, 
Nothing about this surgery is temporary, uh, and it's it should it's it should mortifying. outrage everybody. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please hit the uh, please hit that rumble button on the way out. We will be back tomorrow, same yep. time, same place. With the uh, inflation reports, with the inflation reports, should be interesting tomorrow. Uh, remember to check out our show if you want to know more about that Dreg Bingo scenario. What's going on here on mm-hmm. Long Island? Rumble.com/slash/loudmajorityus. The show is up there. Uh, remember to subscribe here on Rumble to LFA. Rumble.com/slash/lfa TV. Visit our website www.lfa FATV.us, also loudmajorityus.com. Check out our shop and uh, and show us a little love if you do, if you would like to. And uh, we will see you tomorrow, same time, same place, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. here in LFA TV. Until then, uh, we say the four words uh, over and over and over again till the people in power get it, get the hell out of our way, or stop mutilating children. And those four words are that if we do not consent, we will not comply. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. Stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state with unlawful mandates and madness. And as always, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, stay loud.